And here we go. Welcome to another episode brought to you by Homegrown Chats. I'm Kent. Wanted to catch everyone up, give them a little bit of an update in light of a lot of plans, a lot of projects, and a lot of current events too. Uh, the current events, I'll leave that to uh, live shows, and that's part of the update. So uh, a lot going on. I'm not going to take the time to update as to worldly events, but you know I'm structuring live shows on our Instagram account for Homegrown Chats. And over the course of this particular week, in um, in an effort to how about succeed at a personal challenge, I've been doing live shows and addressing current events, be it uh, weather, election stuff, audit, just uh, news that pertains to people. Right. So taking some time, getting connected with folks, and that's what I mean to do here. So three episodes, if not four, and I lag at this particular platform. Notably because I don't have the quiet and the, uh, just that, the quiet to sit back and address everything. So uh, first things first, I'm in the middle of a book sale, and I just released my second book. Um, and as a matter of fact, I released it a little bit early to beta readers, and it was just yesterday that I sent that along to editors. So book number two is called Prolegomena for Future Minds, and building on the culture entry of the first text, A Labor of Love. I continued the argument, fleshed it out a little bit, and started asking about identity. And the, the question that I pose is, it's all well and good to call ourself or oneself something but in order to have integrity or authenticity the behavior has to substantiate the characterization so in the court in the case of united states american culture we'd usually call ourselves free and brave and i ask in light of some very damning statistics i say how free are we how brave are we what activities are we doing that set us on this course to be, you know, not only well and a people that is remembered in time, but what are the activities that give rise to us as unique cultural products? So against the backdrop of C-19, I examined various pertinent uh, foundational even concepts of the Western tradition, much like I did with book number one, but I focused on four unique concepts, and that is truth, justice, the logos, and Western philosophy. And I'm not going to take the time here to explain all of that, but it's a, the crux of the matter is truth. And so against the background of definitions, claims, and initiatives of the COVID endeavor, I'm investigating cultural identity as well as identity of individuals. Uh, and this sets the stage for book number three, which is a contrast of republics. I take a look at Plato's Republic and contrast it with our own. And that's the thing, right? You look at Plato's Republic lasting thousands of years, and you look at Uni the United States as a republic, and with what's going on now, it's uh, it's highly dubious to think that this culture can last. I mean, it definitely can, but um, as Edith Hamilton says, 
a good people will surmount their issues, and that's what we're faced with. We're faced with the challenge to um, substantiate that free and brave character. So, you know what, I gotta say, if you're listening to this, you're probably aware of what's going on in the world. You're probably seeing C-19 rollouts, economic turmoil, global political snafus, right, at the very least. But the questions of time, excuse me, time as well, but uh, truth, justice, the logos, and philosophy are timeless. They pertain to community every bit as much as they did thousands of years ago when they initially rolled out. Cultural questions, right? Talking about equations, and that's, that's one of my primary focuses. I'm looking and I say, there's a equation or a recipe for every single product, whether it's going to be chocolate chip cookies or a cultural critter. And so I'm asking, what are our inputs? And, you know, we got to keep in mind that not all inputs are good ones. Not all inputs work with every other input. And in the course of focusing on, again, truth, justice, the logos, and philosophy, you can look at other cultures and you see their recipes. So I did that. In the second book, I start as, the, uh, as a portion of that cultural chapter. I say you look at the greats, and I brought up as examples the Greeks, Egyptians, and the Spartans. Now, I, I think I dropped the ball there a bit by not bringing up, like, Mesopotamia or Sumer. However, I was staying, I was staying with my sweet spot, and, uh, you know, it's a, brief, it's a brief approach. However, it, it certainly warrants a look. You look at why those people have lasted in time, and it is a focus on truth. It is... A focus on certain principles or goals, a maintenance of inputs. Because, you know, culture is not a passive affair. For them, it was something very, it was an active affair. I mean, you look at the Greeks as far as their practice of paideia, right? And the matter of rearing citizens was a total effort. Uh, as a matter of fact, I want to say it was Manly P. Hall that explained how Greek culture was like a conspiracy of elements that was meant to produce something of surpassing quality. And so when you think about the equation, and then when you break down those inputs, these are items of definite concern, right? And with the second book, I applied those definitions and those understandings with COVID. And, and again, against definitions, claims, and initiatives. And if we are to authentically be free and brave, it requires surmounting this incredible rollout. And, uh, you know, still, no better time to be alive, right? Like, this is the, the occasion of demonstrating our metal, Not just of, of like, cultural metal, but we get to see what we're really made out of. And... I make it a point, you know, through all of my writings to say these are consequences elicited by our cultural engagement. We are passive. We are lazy. We are fearful. And uh, we're letting our culture run amok by not taking responsibility, not engaging as we can, nor as we should. Unless we really like these consequences, but far beyond cultural subsumation, the end result of that is either catastrophe 
in the form of slavery or extermination. And you know what? It's really something. You look at you look at the consequences or the conclusions of logic, and it's not hyperbole. This isn't extreme exaggeration. These are warranted conclusions from pretty simple logic. And you know, with that, we've got decisions to make. Uh, it's either going to be business as usual, which will lead to further corruption and degradation, or we're going to walk a new path and seek out some new results. And that's encouraging, right? There's hope. There's plenty of opportunity on the horizon. It just comes down to, as I say it, analysis and synthesis, philosophy, putting things in their proper place. And that requires truth. You know, like for all the, it's not, it's, you know, it could be speculation. It could be theorizing. I call it philosophy, right? Breaking apart variables, identifying them and putting them in their proper space. And then synthesizing variables, putting them together in different equations, different arrangements. And, you know, that's exciting. That's, you know, that's a moment-to-moment -moment engagement. It's how you move. It's how you breathe. It's how you coordinate with others. It's, uh, it's conversation. It's breath. It's how you approach animals, even. And in the Western tradition, it's completely predicated on truth, on reality. And th that's the focus. I'm pushing on truth as a central concern. And uh, with what I've done, I think I've provided a very approachable, you know, for lack of a better word, a textbook, but a very approachable material or text by which people can engage and then look at every single public concern in their community. And, you know, I'm excited. You see what's going on in the world, and my hand is so tremendously tired from throwing down pages. I went through more than a pen and some yesterday and dropped 23 pages of handwritten material for book number three. You know, I get off track. I get all excited just doing this. I get some quiet in the house. The dogs are around my feet. I got breakfast rolling out in anticipation of a live show at 12.30 today on the Instagram channel. But you look at all the things that are going on, and far beyond C-19, it's a focus on health, on freedom and liberty, on morality and community. And... This is the chance to explore these variables and attain to heights that are unprecedented because we're not stuck with repeating errors. We're only as stuck as we want to be, and I'd say it's a far better choice to decide upon a course of simplicity and joy. And, you know, that's something that I really repeat daily. I say it's as simple and as joyous as we choose. And if we want to be hung up on inferior conventions, that's one thing. But you know what? For myself, as a dad, as a business owner, as a son, as, again, someone in community, I'm tired of this routine. I look at it and I say it's more than farcical. It's detrimental. It's debilitating. This is not the best arrangement, and there's no reason to stay with it with these kind of returns. In fact, as someone who, again, I'd like to say that I can plot out P-L-O-T instead of plod, right? I can plot out a course of logic and I look and I go, there is so much to be not only thankful for, but excited about. And that's what I'm pressing on. I like those prospects. I like those opportunities. The occasion for not just greatness, but goodness, goodness in community and returns that are inclusive and reciprocal. 
you know, that's a good, that's a good catch up. I think I'm going to leave it there. It's uh, bite-sized pieces. There are so many podcasts out there. I'm worried about my voice getting lost in the fray. And uh, so I'd invite you to attend my live show. I'm still working on diversifying social media. But, um, you know, I really got to say, now is the time to connect with your community more than ever before. Make eye contact. Talk about food. Talk about water. Talk about schooling. Talk about all these major social institutions and have some fun with it. But uh, you know what? Time is of the essence. I'm going to cut short on banter and uh, you know just focus on the goals at hand. I've got more writing to do. I'm looking forward to connecting with you and the audience, whatever the media. And uh, with that, I just I'd welcome your participation, your involvement. But take care of you and look out for your fellow man. All right, feel free to drop me a line. I look forward to hearing from you. Take good care.